Welcome to the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Together, they have over three decades of experience designing harmonious living spaces. Laura and Angie have guided thousands of people to shift their energy and revitalize their lives. Mindful Design School offers feng shui courses and certifications. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. If you've been listening to us for a while or you're a newbie, welcome. And we hope you enjoy this earlier episode. And today, um, for the past few weeks, we've actually been hosting some of our graduates, our mindful design feng shui consultants. And um, as part of the certification, they come up with a project that's feng shui related, feng shui inspired, also inspired by something that resonates with them and their their special um, interests and expertise. So this week, Steph is presenting to us her presentation on fertility and feng shui and specifically fertility and how the fertility journey and how it manifests through the feng shui bagua map. So I think it's really amazing and I'm really proud of her and I hope you enjoy this and I hope it's of use to some of you out there. Hi Steph. Hey Angie. I'm so excited to have you join us. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I'm excited to share this information. Me too. So Steph DePola is one of our Mindful Design School graduates. And so she's now a certified feng shui consultant. And she actually has this beautiful website. It's fertilityenergy.com. And it's an energetic approach to fertility. So, um, so Steph, can you tell us a little bit about like, like what fertility energy, what your, your business is about and, and how you got there? I would love to. When I was a young girl, I've always dreamt of having my family. I didn't focus on a wedding or school. I always pictured myself having a family. And I was actually in my mid-30s, and I wasn't with anybody serious yet, but I knew I was going to be. So I started my own healing path. I wanted to heal um, some trauma and do wound care, and I just focused knowing at one point I was going to have a family. So I spent a year doing that. And then I met my partner I'm with now and we had our son. And after I had my son, I went into a pretty bad spell of postpartum depression. And I was, it was pretty long. I didn't expect to have it. I didn't really uh, realize what was happening until I was like a month, I would say into it because it kind of just starts slow. But I went back to my roots of uh, my spiritual healing that I relied on before. And I was looking through online at different testimonies and like things women were talking about in it. And it kind of brought me into the area of infertility. And then I, my eyes were um, open to this whole area that women experience with infertility. And I feel like these are two things that are real issues for women that people don't talk about. It was hard to find stuff on postpartum. I had to really start looking. Um, and then I feel naive saying it, but I didn't realize how many women had issues with infertility. 
So I knew I was going to be able to handle my postpartum issues, but my heart just ached for women with infertility struggles. And I decided I wanted to take my approach of the year's um, energy work I did before conceiving my son. And I thought, you know, there, I saw a lot of women experience unexplained infertility, which they don't have an explanation for. And I was like, I bet it's just energy blocks mm. and then um, secondary infertility. So what's secondary infertility? Secondary infertility is when you have a child and you try for your second child and oh. then all the infertility issues sprout. You have wow. a really hard time with mm -hmm. it. So if you, you know, you conceive naturally once and then the second time it's just a struggle. So I thought if I put together all of the teachings that I learned and I became trained in it, I could help these women. And it's just developed into such a strong passion because it's such a reward to help somebody develop their family when they had a hard time with it. Yes. Cause that's, I mean, I know with some of my girlfriends, that's, it's really, really, really challenging. And it's often women that are really great at everything else. And then they can't conceive. And it's like, it's devastating. Well, for me, I had my own struggles in building a healthy relationship. So I didn't necessarily have fertility issues, but it's that factor that you can't control by having faith. And then a lot of women especially in our society now, you're used to being able to control everything. If I do this, this, and this, that will happen. And these two areas, exactly. You cannot control. You have to have faith and then you kind of, it becomes your identity. So how do you dismantle that energetically? Because when you try to squeeze water, you lose it all. So yeah, no matter how hard you try. Yep. So yeah, I if you really want to have kids, you can't, you can't force someone, to, you can't force the fertility if you're not conceiving. And if you want to meet someone and meet a partner to have kids with, you're not, yeah, well, it's, women, the same, yeah. it's the same thing that you hear from people that become trigger issues. Like, Oh, stop looking for him and you'll find him. And it's like, <laughs> you get the same angry response trying and you'll get pregnant, <laughs> which is what they say every time in both cases. So I don't necessarily have had the infertility struggle, but I definitely dealt with the relationship end. And I did a lot of work with that. I did feng shui with it. I did energy clearing with it. So these are all practices that I tried in my life that I found to be very successful. So that's why I want to put them all together and put them out there. And a lot of times people don't think about their energy being aligned in this process, even though conceiving a child, it's mind and body and spiritual. You are calling in a spirit of your child. So I feel like these tools and nothing, these are not to replace any Western medicine practices. Of course. They are to enhance and support it. Wow. So, well, this is why I loved your project for your, your graduate, your graduate project, um, or your graduation project where you explored fertility and the Bagua, because most people look at the feng shui Bagua map and they just think, Oh, like this is health and this is relationships. And I just put pink in this area, but, but there's so many nuances and layers to it. And you really, amazingly did such a wonderful, skillful job in applying fertility to the Bagua. So I think people will be blown away. Like they don't even realize that you could do this. <laughs> Thank you.
So do you want to, um, well, why don't you give us an overview about what your project was about? Okay, so my project was about applying the fertility perspective and the journey to the Bagua. And I was one of the ones in the beginning of our class. And even through, even though I have applied feng shui to my apartments I was in and my houses, as somebody that hired a consultant, I always read the map literally as it was, that this is my relationship area, I am going to throw all my energy into the back corner. (laughs) (laughs) And that works too, but, but also there's so, but now you know so much more. It does work, but now I know, first off, the Bagua has um, nine sections Mm -hmm. and you can look at each of these sections as a point to create a question of how does this section apply to my journey? Mm. And that's what I do with the fertility I'll just call it my fertility bagua. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, how can I help women that are in all different areas of this journey? Because like I already talked about a little bit, some have the secondary infertility and explained infertility. And then you go into the medical aspects of picos and endometriosis. Sorry, I didn't pronounce that right. But also um, IVF, which is really expensive. So I wanted to take all these women's unique journeys and try and put it into the map. So for the, so for the listeners, um, since obviously this is a podcast, but Steph's created this beautiful, um, version of the Bagua map with, from the fertility perspective. So we'll post that on the website. That's holisticspaces.com slash podcast. And we'll share, um, Steph's version of the fertility Bagua map. So be sure to check that out. Okay. Keep going Steph. Okay, so I'm just going to jump in and start with the section in the map that's called New Beginnings. So in New Beginnings, this is also called your family um, section, and this is what I labeled planting the seed. So this I thought of as actually conceiving. And for some women on IVF, this can be the embryo when it's transferred and planted into your body. It could be naturally trying to conceive, but this is a section where you are conceiving your child. And then, oh, sorry. <laughs> now go ahead and, and tell us how people can activate this area if they're, so you're, so you're saying, you're suggesting that if you're in the stage of your fertility work, that you can activate this area and work on this area, right? Yes, you can. So what can they do in the new beginnings area? So in the new beginnings area, of course, they could touch on green accents and... Um, specific shapes. And this area would be rectangles. So you want to add any type of accents that have a rectangular shape because like very long, very long and outstretched. Yes. Yeah. Like the trunk of a tree, the trunk of a tree that will bring in that part of the space. Okay. What else? And then, um, We're going to go on to the next section, which is the middle of your space, um, the Tai Chi section, which is your overall health. And this area, yellow accents any area of health. If this is in the middle of your house, you want to make sure it's open and flowing. This energizes all of the other areas. So this is going to be an added bonus um, to help you out. Wait, did we go over the abundance area? Oh, you know what? I was going sideways. I will go. Oh, okay. Sorry. You just keep going. So, so Tai Chi, we, okay. 
Okay, so Tai Chi, the shape is square, the element is earth, and the color is yellow. So you wanna add any of these accents to this space. And it's important because it's energizing all the areas of your house. So um, abundance, mm -hmm. this is, of course, um, I tied it to money. So if you want to fund your fertility path, you have to pay for the doctors, pay for the treatments. And if you're not on a medical route, it could be paying for activities that keep your spirit calm, that allow you to calm down to allow this magic to happen. And that shape is also rectangular, which is stretched, and the element is wood. And the colors in this area would be purple and green. So you could tie in, um, say, for instance, this is your dining room, and you have your table here. You can look at the napkins or your placemats and see if they have those hints of colors in the space. And then... I'm going to cross the Bagua to the helpful people section. So for this section, anybody that can help you on your journey. So this could be a holistic team. It could be a team of medical doctors. It could be your support team, those close friends that you have that you can confine in that aren't going to give you the comments of, oh, stop trying, it will happen. These are people you trust that are going to hold you up during this journey. It could be you. It could be me. <laughs> I would love for it to be me. <laughs> and I'm going to give an example of a laundry room in this space. I'm going to try and cover a couple of different types of spaces that could be in your house for each one. So this one would be circular. And you could have circular um, accents. Um, you could have the metal of the appliances that would be representing the element of the room. And it's white, grays, and blacks for this spot. So um, another neat way to tie in a circle, um, I always go in the frame section. And I'm like, who need a circle frame? It looks so weird. And this would be the perfect room to put those in, especially they usually sometimes come in metal material. Oh yeah, often the circular, that's the first thing I thought of, like a circular frame would be metal. Yeah, I always think of the metal ones like that. So that, um, a circular mirror will also energize the room, add a little extra energy in there. Yeah, definitely. And now I'm going to go to completion. And this is um, a important spot on the Bagua because this is completing it. You have your child. This is the delivery of your child. For women that have suffered from miscarriages, this can also help them because they've conceived, they carry the child, but then they can't carry it to full term. Oh, wow. I didn't even think about that. That's a huge and thing. It is a huge thing. And it's really hard um, to you know, just heal from. So it's, that's like a second scare. You've become pregnant and you've miscarried before. So you're kind of scared through your whole pregnancy. And this area will help um, energize that journey. So the shape for this, this section is also metal. And again, the same circular prints. So for this room, I'm going to give an example of a bedroom. And the way you can apply the elements in 
the bedroom are looking at your bedding. What type of prints do you have on it? Um, what type of shape accent pillows do you have? This is a real easy way to tie in this element because accent pillows come in all different shapes, square, rectangular, circular. So just paying attention to the shape can enhance your space. And again, for the bedroom, you want um, side tables on both sides of the bed. If you have lamps on them, you could get lamps that have circular bases. They're possibly made of a metal material. And then you could have that metal circular frame again. You buy two of them. <laughs> you could put those throughout the house. Put them in pairs in this room. <laughs> and if, yeah, in the bedroom. Good in idea. The bedroom. Okay, our next spot we're going to jump to is knowledge. And when I always think of knowledge, I would like picture a stack of bookcases just with some information. But this can really be your power section of giving you the knowledge about your journey, the knowledge of looking up the right practitioners for you, the knowledge of looking up what available options you have on your journey, the knowledge of finding a support team. So knowledge is power. This is like a beginning point um, to really gain some strength in your journey. And the element for this is square. Our, the element is earth and the shape is square and the colors are blues and greens. So um, if this happened to be your home office, you can look at your um, organizers for your office supplies. You can look at what you are, again, I love to use picture frames because they come in so many different shapes. The picture frames you're putting on your desk, the blotter that you have on your desk. So just being mindful of the prints and the materials that you're actively using in the space. Okay, and um, the next section I'm gonna talk about is reputation. And I didn't really in the beginning know how to apply career and reputation to this, and I had to think about it a little bit and sit with it. And career and reputation come hand in hand. If you have a strong career, you're gonna have a strong reputation. So I thought about it as your career fulfilling your desires. So in this case, we're going to talk about it as motherhood. That is your desire to have the career of motherhood. And then is it being fulfilled in Lee? So also in Lee, for fulfilling the desire, are you identifying positively with the journey or are you identifying with the other end of the infertility where that where the cycle starts to become exhausting. So with Lee for reputation, this element is fire and the shape is triangle and the color is red. So if this is your kitchen area, you can have accents out on the counters that are red. Mm -hmm. um, if red is a little too much for the space, I mean, red's a strong color. The chevron pattern brings in the triangle. So an example of applying design elements in the kitchen could be your kitchen towels, utensil holders, anything you have on the counter, because a lot of times you could buy those in all different colors, your coffee maker. Are you purposely going to buy one that's going to support this part of the map? Mm, so that's okay. one way to look at it. And going across the map to partnership, a lot of times um, I thought of it strictly as a relationship, but this is also the motherhood section. 
So this again kind of goes off the reputation and what you're identifying with. So the element for this section is earth and the shape is square. And I'm gonna give um, like a family room. If you have a couch, um, the colors that you have would be white or pinks. Um, the shapes of the pillows again would be square. And the fun part about the um, living room, like TV family room, what type of coffee table do you have in the center of the room? What type of end tables do you have on either side of the couches? You could really bring in the square shape when you're looking at these design elements because they're supporting on both sides of the couch. Mm. And I believe we're going to finish up with con. So I already touched a little bit on con and that is our career section. So fulfilling the desires, fulfilling the desirehood of being a mom. And this is your front entrance of the house. So when you walk into your house, in my house, I have a really high ceiling, so you wanna make sure it's grounded. The element here is water and the shape is free form. And the color is black or dark blue. So you can have a mat that's a darker color. Um, you can have one of like the, like the front tables that you have on the side wall where you usually leave your keys. That could be rounded out as a free form shape. But this area should be free of shoes, free of color. It should be welcoming, and this is what you're walking into. This is how your house is greeting you. So it's a really important section to focus on and not forget. Well, you know, also the career area represents the birth canal too, I think. There we go. <laughs> yeah, wow. This is so great stuff. And you know what's great too, and maybe the listeners, it'll be easier for the listeners to understand, like when you apply the Boggle map, you can either apply the Feng Shui Boggle map on your whole home or on a room, but you can also, you don't have to use the map layout. You can use the concepts that like, so you, that stuff presented. So either you can like find your career area and do the do what she suggested in the career area, or you could just use if you're in the the um, phase of like what was one of them like completion, like Dway, and if you're at, if you're working at that area of your fertility um, story, then it doesn't matter that it happens in the. If it, if it aligns with that sector of your home, you could still apply it to your bedroom like stuff suggested because the energy of completion can happen anywhere. It doesn't have to just happen in the completion area of your bedroom but it can or completion area of your home, which may or may not be your bedroom, but applying it to your bedroom is really helpful because it's so close to you. And I think one really good tip is walk through your house. Look where you're holding your clutter. Look and see if there's any rooms that aren't being used or that you just walk by and don't see. Those are rooms you need to start with. <laughs> Especially with this sort of thing like you're talking about, like in our society, um, we often think that if we do a step A, B, and C, or A and B, then C will happen. And these are cases where we can't make it happen. So also there might be things that we're totally overlooking in our lives, like areas of our home that can represent the sort of how this difficulty manifests in our life. And 
see if um, there's certain triggers you're having, find those spots in the house and see mm-hmm. how you have them set up, see what you can change in it. And I like the first step I like to do is learn where these sections are in the home and then see what I can move around that I have already to help that space because a red vase in one room can be helping it. A red vase in another room can not be helping that section. So if you have some tools already around you, just moving them can just start changing your energy and empowering Mm -hmm. sections. Yeah. And if you don't know what to do, you just hire stuff. (laughs) <laughs> please check out my site <laughs> yeah well what about can you share this um this other um diagram that so i guess we'll have two diagrams on the website so so steph also did a diagram of the bagua map with crystals aligned with the bagua from a fertility perspective so could you walk through that really quick too sure so um crystals have all different properties and I'm going to start with um, the new beginning section, which I started with on my initial discussion. So I put there fluorite, which stabilizes, and fluorite would be great for women with PCOS that have such fluctuating hormonal changes. This is a stabilizing crystal, and it kind of grounds you. Um, the most popular, whenever you Google crystals for infertility is moonstone. That's an overall woman's health stone. So I put that in the center of Tai Chi because that could just do an overall help. Um, for completion, Unikite is recommended for a healthy pregnancy and delivery. And that's specifically why I put it in the completion, um, gua. So moving back in the Bagua map to partnership, and again, I refer to that as motherhood, rose quartz is a self-love stone. It's just a loving energy. It's a gentle stone, and that's bringing you back and cultivating your own self-love. And it's bringing that peace when the stress becomes too much. So it helps clear some of that out. Carnelian stone, I put in reputation, that's an activating stone. So it's activating your desires, activating, fulfilling the career that you want. Um, In abundance, I put green Abertine and jade because they're both associated with luck and bringing prosperity. And then I'm going to move forward on the map to knowledge. I put lolite, which promotes trust of intuition. And this is um, a strong area because you start doubting yourself. You start saying on this journey, I've tried this, I tried this, I tried this. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with my body? So this is clearing out that intuition piece, bringing in that faith piece that on this journey, you're doing the best that you can, that you're being guided to the right people to help. For career, I listed obsidian. Obsidian is a very strong stone. You only need one of them. (laughs) They're grounding and they're protective. So it's kind of clearing out um, any focus on you. It's giving you the space. It's also grounding you. And in helpful people, um, Celestialite connects you with your guardian angels and channels their healing energies when you're trying. So this is bringing in the support on the journey. So you're not feeling isolated and alone, which I feel a lot of women do on this journey. 
Wow, thank you so much, Stuff. So Stuff to Pola is uh, available for lots of energy-based services like feng shui consultations and Reiki, as well as Violet Alchemy. Can you tell us a little bit about Violet Alchemy too, actually? Yes, Violet Alchemy is work done through channeling. So Violet Alchemy is kind of like a little bit more intense than Reiki. So you're using a pendulum and you're channeling the chakras to see which chakra is specifically blocked and needs to be cleared. So it's a system where I'll go through and channel each, um, use the pendulum for each system and see what needs to be cleared out. And then there's usually empowerments after like um, different Shakti waves and fires that not only clear the spaces, but then empower the person because it transmutes everything where Reiki is more of just sending healing love. This is like transmuting, deleting, replacing, empowering. So with the clients you work with on their fertility journey, it's probably beneficial for them to have all of these three aspects to work together. It is because the violet alchemy is working on the inner system. Um, especially women that have been through this journey for a couple of years, you really, it starts to become part of your imprint. So you're doing a reboot inside. You're looking outside with the feng shui, clearing the space, um, organizing it to support you. And then the Reiki is a continual blast of love to keep you going. Oh, I love that. Blast of love. That's great. <laughs> well, it's channeling universal energy. Yeah. So exactly. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Steph. This was wonderful. And I hope, um, I hope this was like, I hope this reaches someone who needs to hear it. I hope it does. I can be found at my website on fertilityenergy.com. And I also have my Instagram, which is the same name, Fertility Energy. So cool spots I can be reached through. Okay. Well, thank you so much. And we'll have to have you back on here soon. I would love to. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this earlier episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. Now you can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share the podcast with others. Subscribe and even better, leave a review. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, Please visit our website, online store, and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. You can visit holisticspaces.com. Support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.